some sluggish starts to the offense today for Iowa and Wisconsin, and I think a disappointing loss of opportunity for the Minnesota Golden Gophers today. Hey, thanks for checking us out. Lockdown Big Ten Live starts right now. You are locked on Big Ten. Your daily podcast on the Big Ten Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to Lockdown Big Ten Live. I'm Craig Sheeman. Thanks for making us your first listen each and every day. We always come at you throughout the week, Monday through Friday, but a special live edition here on Saturday night. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. It's part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. We're brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. That's why LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. Terms and conditions apply. The Iowa passing attack it's offensive. It's not offense. It's offensive. It's bad. Even though they scored 41 points and they won, a lot of people will be happy about that. We're going to get into that as well. And a slow start for Wisconsin today. We'll get into that plus all of week three around the Big Ten. And we'll be the first ones to take an early peek ahead at week four. That is all coming up. Be sure to subscribe and follow Lockdown Big Ten for free wherever you get your podcast. That way you'll get the latest episode of this podcast as soon as it becomes available each and every day. And again, in case we're you're new and finding us on a Saturday, again, we do this throughout the week. We'd love for you to subscribe and uh, be a part of the team here on Lockdown Big Ten. I want to talk about a couple of interesting offenses in the Big Ten. Let's start off with the Iowa Hawkeyes. First of all, good news, bad news for them. Uh, they had a home game against Western Michigan today. And we all know the story about Iowa offensive coordinator Brian Ferentz and how he needs to score 25 points a game in order to keep his job and all that that's going on. Look, they got 41 points today. Good job, Iowa. 41 to 10. Nice win at home. That should keep everybody happy, right? And by the way, that game was 14-10 at the half. Solid job by the Iowa defense again, particularly in the second half. But 10 points for the whole game was phenomenal. And the 41 points is the most they've scored in years at Iowa. So everybody should be very happy with that. And they crossed the 25-point threshold for the first time all season. Everything's looking good, right? Nah, not everything. Not everything. Uh, Cade McNamara barely threw for 100 yards today. Something is not right at quarterback. Luckily, they didn't need him today. They really didn't. Now, back to him. Cade McNamara, he practiced all week for the first time all year. You know, he's been nursing that quad injury. Uh, he's just pump faking too much, giving the secondary a chance to jump on a ball. He's a hair late on the throws. His windup is a little slow, I think, and sluggish. I I'm not sure how healthy he is. I mean, he's not limping around, so that's good. But I, something's not right. Do you agree with me? Uh, I'd love to hear from you on Twitter at TalkBig10, or you could comment here on uh, lockdown big 10 as well i am just not so sure what is going on with him offensively and um i thought i pointed out here today we're going to discuss this moving forward he was even late on that touchdown uh would have been a touchdown pass earlier you, you at the end of the first half you saw brian ferris just want to pull his hair out it's like we need these for i need these for my job is what he's really thinking i think but nevertheless uh I'd like to know what you think about all of that um Saving the day, 
running back LaShawn Williams. Give him a applause. That was a phenomenal job by him. Averaged over 12 yards a carry on the ground today. And as I mentioned, the Iowa defense sure showed up. Now, some bad news at tight end. I don't have any further details. I watched the game live like many of you did today. Luke Lachey, who's got a future in the NFL, looked like he suffered a bad injury in that game. Again, I was watching it live. It looked like there was some displacement there in the right lower leg, and it was hard to tell. Ended up leaving in crutches. It felt bad for him. And again, speaking of tight end, Eric All came over with Cade McNamara from Michigan, and off the top of my head, I think I only remember him getting one catch today. Where is he? He needs to be part of this Iowa offense more. It just uh, He's just not been a part of it. Uh, but the good news is, look, the Hawkeyes, 3-0, and and uh, they got a big game at Penn State next week for the whiteout. So, I mean, that's that's the thing you got to really focus on here if you're, the, uh, if you're the Iowa Hawkeyes. At Camp Randall today, I thought the Wisconsin Badgers uh, – Boy, what a strange game. Look, they beat Georgia Southern today, okay? They beat them 35-14, to 14, but if you didn't see the game, it, it was a lot closer than that. It really, really was. Remarkably, this game was tied 7-7 at the half. Nothing was going on. And even more remarkably, that Wisconsin only had seven points in the first half when they had three interceptions. Go figure. Davis Brin, they had his number, the quarterback for Georgia Southern. And, in fact, the defense kept rolling. Five interceptions before the day was over. Five. Pretty good. And throw in six sacks as well. They were all over him. So good job by the Badger defense today. Strong, strong effort. But uh, And then the Badger offense, they did wake up in the second half. But we got to stop calling it the air attack. It wasn't an air attack at all by any stretch. Again, uh, Tanner Mordecai, I'd say he managed a good game today. Now through the air, 19 of 30. 236 yards, but no touchdowns passing. However, uh, he made a couple of nifty runs and uh, ran for 36 yards and scored two touchdowns. So I, he ran the offense. Again, the second half looked a lot better in the second half uh, than the first half. Braylon Allen, 12 carries, 94 yards, almost eight yards a carry in this game and a couple of touchdowns. So, look, overall, a nice win for the Badgers, so I don't want to get on them too much, but you know this this air attack is not an air attack. And, and, and again, the first half was just perplexing on how they couldn't really get anything going whatsoever. But a nice bounce-back win coming off the road loss at Washington State last week, so I think they're very pleased with that. Would love all of your comments. Uh, hit me up on Twitter, at TalkBig10. Comments here on YouTube as well, and uh, I always like to go through those. And check those out. So we got a lot of other things to look at regarding uh, the rest of the games going on in the Big Ten in the afternoon and uh, a few night games going on now as we speak. So we'll get to all of that as we continue on Lockdown Big Ten. I'm Craig Scheman. Let's keep going. And we're brought to you uh, by LinkedIn Jobs. Now, these days, Every new potential hire, if you're in a position of having to hire around the office, is like a high-stakes wager for your entire small business or the office, and you want the chemistry to be right, just like a football team doesn't want to bring in the wrong player. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available, and that's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. You post the job on LinkedIn Jobs, and then you add the purple hashtag hiring frame in your LinkedIn profile, and that helps spread the word to everybody that, hey, you're hiring. 
Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and eventually hire. That's the name of the game. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster and for free. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. So admittedly, I had some high hopes for the Minnesota Golden Gophers this weekend. And uh, I thought their defense would cause some troubles for the North Carolina Tar Heels. And Drake May, who's a Heisman candidate, didn't work out that way. Although there were a lot of positive things to point out with Minnesota. First of all, North Carolina won the game 31 to 13. Minnesota just couldn't quite keep up with them. And then the game got away from them at the end of them. But I do think that the defense had some nice moments in this game. First of all, they picked off May twice in the first half. I told you on our podcast, go back and listen. I had our podcast this week when I previewed the game. This is one of the games I highlighted this week on Lockdown Big Ten. Again, you can catch it every week. We release them every morning, both the video version on YouTube and the audio version. Uh, Lockdown podcast, uh, Lockdown Big Ten. Check it out. But um, I told you they would get some interceptions off of May. They That's just what they do. They create turnovers, and uh, they got a couple more on this one and this game as well. And they held North Carolina to 105 yards rushing in this game as well. Good job. Now, you might say, well, Craig, North Carolina threw for 414 yards. They really didn't need to run the ball. Well, they still ran the ball 37 times. Only got 2.7 yards per carry. So I'm going to say good job by the Minnesota defense against the run. And again, good job getting a couple of interceptions, but it was just, it was just too much. And the secondary, the one, the one thing they had a problem with, they had a problem locating Nate McCollum today. He had 15 catches, 165 yards and a 46 yard touchdown. So um, that was tough. That was, had they been able to shut him down a little more, they could have, they could have stayed in the game. Jack Henderson and Chris Collins had uh, interceptions in this game. So kudos to them. We should also mention that gopher running back Darius Taylor ran the ball 22 times for 138 yards at a touchdown. He averaged 6.3 yards per carry. So there's a lot of good that came out of this game, despite the fact it was a, a tough loss. This is a solid gopher football team with a strong defense and a strong rushing attack. The problem, I'm sorry to say, is that quarterback. The pro- and, and I don't think they have a better option right now. Uh, Ethan Kaliak Manis was only 11 of 29 today. That's not good. 133 yards. He also threw an interception. He's only averaging 4.6 yards per pass. That's not good enough anywhere. That's not a threat. He doesn't seem to be able to like create offense downfield and make spectacular plays. I mean, he can manage the offense fine, but they need a little bit more than that. And they needed a little bit more than that today against North Carolina to keep up with Drake May and his offense. So that's my thought on that. Again, love to hear from you on Twitter at TalkBig10 or hit me up here on YouTube. And by the way, while you're hitting me up on YouTube and I I get a lot of comments from you guys, uh, feel free to subscribe. If you're new to this podcast, because we do it Monday through Friday regularly, it's released every morning, both on video and audio, as I mentioned earlier. But if you're new to us, you're just discovering us here this weekend, flipping through, watching football. Oh, hey, this looks interesting. Please subscribe. 
Uh, we've jumped from 1,200 to 30, almost 3,500 subscribers just in the last two months. People are catching on. We consider you part of the program once you're in there. So uh, subscribe. It's for free. And you'll be part of Lockdown Big Ten forever. Anyway, back to this Minnesota-North Carolina game. Um, again, they're hurt by the fact that they can't create offense downfield. I will give Kaliak Manis some credit. He did get hurt in this game, and he's a tough kid. He came back in, tried to give it his all. Effort is not the problem. I just wonder if we can, if he can make anything happen downfield. Elsewhere, Drew Aller did not look spectacular for Penn State. His first road start at Illinois. But Penn State won on the strength of intercepting Luke Altmeyer, the quarterback for Illinois, four times today. Yeah, that wasn't good for Illinois. Good for Penn State's defense. Penn State won 30-13. to 13. By the way, Illinois fans, I got to call you out a little bit. It was cool watching the orange out on TV. I know Penn State does their whiteouts, and they'll be doing that next week. Maybe – I don't want to offend anybody. I'll probably get some comments on this. Illinois fan – Watch the whiteout next weekend, how Penn State does it on Saturday night. Look, you look good. The orange looked good on TV. It popped, but you were too quiet. I heard every one of Drew Aller's audibles at the line of scrimmage. You got to be loud, man, when the other team has the ball. That's how you do an orange out. Just lesson learned, free tip, free advice from me. Just throwing it out there. Um, it would be an um, understatement to say that Michael Penix Jr., who returned to Big Ten play, former Indiana quarterback now with Washington. They came into East Lansing. You know the story of Michigan State. It's a nightmare over there. Mel Tucker is suspended. Penix and Washington came in there, and they blew him up. It was like 41 to nothing for a long time. Final score, 41-7. It just finished a few minutes before we came on tonight with our podcast. And speaking of blowing things up, Ohio State Buckeye fans, you got to be thrilled with that performance today against Western Kentucky, 63-10. to in fact, the Buckeyes scored 35 points in the second quarter. That was incredible. Kyle McCord threw three touchdown passes, including a 75-yarder to Marvin Harrison Jr. They look a lot different than they looked against Indiana in week one a couple of weeks ago. And, of course, you know the big one Ohio State has next week against Notre Dame. We'll talk about that in just a second. Northwestern scored a couple of touchdowns this week. Uh, but, you know, baby steps, They and I know they had a win last week, but they lost at Duke. Duke is good. What are you going to do? 38-14 to 14 was the final score there. Um, speaking of Indiana a moment ago, quarterback Taven Jackson, he improved leaps and bounds already. Um, the Hoosiers lost to Louisville. It was at Indianapolis. At Lucas Oil Stadium was 21 to 14, but a pretty good performance by David Jackson. I think the Hoosiers can build on this performance at quarterback. Rutgers improving to 3 0. Solid win against Virginia Tech. In fact, Virginia Tech's lost to Big Ten teams two weeks in a row. They lost to Purdue last week. Uh, Kyle um, Manungai ran for 143 yards and three touchdowns in this game. Good job to Rutgers. So that's, uh, that's what, of course, Maryland won on Friday night, but. Nebraska, Purdue, and Michigan are all playing right now under the lights as we go live here on Lockdown Big Ten. Glad to have you with us. And uh, we just started doing this for the first time live on Saturday nights last weekend. So we thought we'd do it again. Got a pretty good response. Uh, I want to thank all of you for being a part of it. And uh, again, another time to thank you for making Lockdown Big Ten your first listen if you're one of our regular everydayers. If you're new, though, again, hit us up, subscribe, and follow and be part of it. Coming up. We are going to take our first look at week four next weekend of the Big Ten schedule. All that coming up right here on Lockdown Big Ten.
But I want to tell you about FanDuel. FanDuel, get yourself ready for the NFL season with incredible offers from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. Do it now. Games are in a few hours tomorrow. Get yourself all set up with all that, both FanDuel and Sunday ticket. Now is the time to join FanDuel. Uh, the app is easy to use, and you can be on everything from spreads to player props. I personally always like the player props. I think they're fun, and um, I always I always do that kind of stuff. So instead of just the point spreads or whatever, I mean, you can always bet money line on games. It's right there, FanDuel. Visit FanDuel.com slash on and kick off the NFL season with an offer that you don't want to miss. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Okay, so we want to take a quick look at what is going on for week four already, if you can believe it. And I want to get this going. I look at the bottom of our screen here, uh, talkbig10.com. That's the number 10, talkbig10.com. That's our brand new website. We funnel everything in there. You can find everything. We'll be uh, very proud of it, and you can check that out. All right, now back to what is going on here with week four. Some things to look at. Friday night is the first game. Uh, Big Ten, a lot more done with a lot of the out-of-conference games. There are still some, but we're going to have a lot more Big Ten versus Big Ten now. Wisconsin is at Purdue. It's 7 o'clock on uh, Fox Sports 1, and these are two, quote-unquote, air raid attacks. Uh, not so much with Wisconsin, a little bit with Purdue. Luke Fickle, Ryan Walters going head-to-head on national TV. Should be a good game. I think these two teams are very evenly matched. I'm looking forward to that game on Friday night. Saturday. Uh, Rutgers is at Michigan. Of course, Jim Harbaugh returns. Prodigal son comes back from his three-game suspension for the Wolverines, and he'll take on Greg Schiano's team that, I don't know if you've seen any of Rutgers' first three games this season. They are built strong from the inside out. They are built tough in the trenches, offensive line, defensive line, and it's a pretty solid team. I'm going to be curious to see how they match up against Michigan right now, first glance, I obviously would expect Michigan to win the game, but I'm, I'm kind of curious to see how close Rutgers can keep it. And I know you Rutgers fans are hoping for the, for the uh, surprise and the upset as well, but I am curious to see those two go head to head. Florida Atlantic is at Illinois. Illinois has got some work to do. That's a three 30 game. Maryland is at Michigan state. This is game two without Mel Tucker. Game one did not go very well, but they played Washington, who's one of the better teams in the country. And Maryland's offense is starting to click. So hmm, it's going to be a tough game for Michigan State. Louisiana Tech is at Nebraska. Back-to-back home games for the Huskers after starting out the season with the first two games on the road. So that's nice. And then the big one, ladies and gentlemen, Ohio State at Notre Dame, 7.30 on NBC. That one obviously has playoff implications in addition um, to anything else that you may be thinking about. I mean, it's a, it's a non-conference game, so it really doesn't matter big 10-wise for Ohio State, but it will for, for playoffs in the game against Notre Dame. Iowa is at Penn State, 7.30 on CBS. That is their whiteout game that I just mentioned. So uh, you know what? Ohio State at Notre Dame on NBC – Iowa at Penn State on CBS. They're going to be going at the same time. Those are two games I want to see. I know you want to see them. We'll be talking about them all week, uh, this weekend, into next week on Lockdown Big Ten. But that's a remote control special, or maybe if you got a split-screen situation, 
Uh, you want to watch both of those at the same time. Akron is at Indiana under the lights in Bloomington. Big step forward for David Jackson. So even though they lost to Louisville, but we'll see how he does against Akron and Minnesota. Back-to-back road games after their loss at North Carolina. They visit Northwestern. So that is a peak at week four. What'd you think? Second weekend we've gone live with Locked On Big Ten. It's a lot of fun for me sitting around watching football all day and coming on live. I don't want to wait till Monday to uh, talk to you guys about it. And I want to wait till Monday to hear from you guys. So hit me up on Twitter at TalkBig10. Find us on the website, TalkBig10.com. By the way, TalkBig10 with the number 10. And um, also, you can hit us with comments right here on YouTube as well. I want to thank you for making Lockdown Big Ten your first listen each and every day. You everydayers, appreciate you so much. If you're new to us, welcome aboard. Glad to have you on and uh, look forward to many more meetings as well. You can uh, subscribe and follow this podcast right now on your favorite podcast app, and you'll get the latest episode of Lockdown Big Ten as soon as it becomes available each and every day. This was great. Can't wait till we meet again next time. I'm Craig Sheeman for Lockdown Big Ten.